Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire and welcome to Master Leadership. Great leaders ask great questions and this podcast takes you on a journey to master leadership with questions that matter to leaders who matter with your host, Lily Sinabria. Hi, this is Lily, and welcome to Master Leadership Through Crisis series, where we will connect with leaders worldwide to gain insights on important questions to help us navigate through rough waters. If you would like to participate as a guest, or if you have a question that you would like to ask a guest, go to masterleadership.org for more information. Today we are speaking with Nathaniel Zerbrick. He's the CEO and founder of Unlimit You and Live Life to the Fullest. Often, the thinking as leaders is, I have to be able to do, know, and have it all. Nathaniel believes that it is more important to truly know our core, which are the strengths, passion, and values we already have within us. He should know. He has an incurable chronic illness and has survived medical prognoses, which stated that he should not be able to walk, talk, or amount to anything. In fact, he shouldn't be alive. He is now an entrepreneur, global inspirational speaker, and a victorious mindset mentor with a story to tell. Welcome, Nathaniel Zerberg. How are you? Hey, I'm we well. So glad to be here today. So where are we connecting from? Right now in Zurich, Switzerland. So surrounded by the beautiful Alps. And yeah, it's amazing here. Love to connect to New York. Yes, and we're excited to do that too. So are you ready to pour into our listeners? I'm absolutely ready. All right. So Nathaniel, so tell us a bit about your path to leadership and what you're doing now. So my leadership started basically way, way early when I was a teenager. I basically never saw myself as a big leader. I thought like leadership is always for people that have the natural ability. But then I realized I had the desire to help, to lead people, to be a part of a group that makes a difference in young people's life. But when it really intentionally came to leadership, it basically started when I was in Australia, when I started a leadership college for three years. I loved it because I realized leadership is so much more Yeah, leading people or leading yourself. It's about influencing people mm-hmm. into a really beneficial direction. And I love that. And today I have a business which I call Unlimit You. And my current leadership with me right now is to really bring people on board that can flourish in their strengths and their passion and their values. And the other team that I have is for my future nonprofit organization that I want to support in their strengths and passion and value. Yeah, over the last few years, I learned so much about leadership as well, about leading myself which is never finished and (laughs) which we all know and but i think the most beautiful thing is a leader that has the same 
passion values and the vision and we have the underlying strengths that every person has nourishing the strengths and that's a beautiful thing that develops people it is a beautiful thing i can feel your energy through the internet and your passion for what you're doing and the things that you've learned you said something that was key you went into a leadership academy or school and you left it because it wasn't really speaking to true deep leadership right yeah. is that what i understood yeah and that happens to a lot of us we think that that's real leadership but a lot of the times we learn it when we're faced with adversity oh, yeah. and we're going to talk about that in a minute so nathaniel obviously you've learned a lot about true leadership now tell us how our listeners can connect with you so I have a personal website which is called nathanieltudberg.com or the simple version unlimitedu.co which is my business website that you can check out. The personal website is more about what I went through and the business website is more about what I do and how I can help you best. Fantastic. And the business website is again? unlimitedu.co Okay. So Nathaniel, at the time of this interview, we are at probably the end of the global pandemic. We don't know, right? So I know that you've been familiar with crisis and you've been familiar with adversity. Tell us how you're doing at this time. Tell us how this has affected you. Tell us what you're learning. For me personally, Mm -hmm. it absolutely has been more beneficial (laughs) than Mm -hmm. uh, anything else. I think it has given me a lot of space to spend time with myself and to really do a total research about where I am, what I'm doing, why I'm doing things the way I do it. And there are a lot of things come out of problems that I had to solve that I wanted to solve before, but I didn't somehow because I felt like always being in the right place Mm -hmm. as a leader, wanting to help everywhere. But mm-hmm. end of the day, I didn't actually do what I was supposed to do, or at least not as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And this time has given me a really great time of reflection mm-hmm. where I could really reflect on taking the time and thinking about, hey, what's really my focus and mm-hmm. where am I in this way? And mm-hmm. this has been really beneficial. Business-wise, my business has exponentially grown in terms of speakings, for example. Mm-hmm. So my goal was to have 15 speakings for 2020s, but now I'm at a 20 speakings, which is <laughs> five over the goal. <laughs> wow, and, congratulations, that's great. Thank you so much. And the reason why I just focus on doing speaking online, it's so great to have that opportunity doing things more online. Of course, we could have done it before, but we might not be have aware that much mm-hmm. during the pandemic mm-hmm. than before the pandemic. So naturally, I a person that has been prepared on that season because through my chronic illness, I always learned how to react in a specific situation when nothing seemed to work anymore mm-hmm. or when things felt like falling apart. So for me, it's really a great tool that I want to encourage you with you listening to just focus on what is possible and not on what 
isn't anymore because mm-hmm. we need changes. We need the particular changes as a leaders. And if we don't change from ourselves, the change will come somehow. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of overcoming when we want to change from ourselves. But it does even hurt more when we wait until we have to change instead of we want to change. Overall, I love the time in terms of really having had time to reflect and what it means to change the business. I'm the person that is happy again to be more outside and get more in contact with people again. And I appreciate what you're sharing. And I know that you are a man who's very familiar with adversity. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I was um, one year old. I was affected by a incurable chronic illness that affected my kidney. I was just three years old when I was two weeks in a coma. And after those two weeks, the doctor had no other possibilities to help me. And there was no function anymore in my brain. And they called my parents to basically farewell my life which meant like there was no possibility to survive for me. And they called my parents into the ICU to say goodbye. And um, the doctors turned off my life support machines. I started to talk again. And for me or for us, that was unexplainable because she had shortly before the doctor told my parents, there's no change we can help there's nothing else we can do and i will not make it through so i fortunately had no damages left in my brain like i come back to life and slowly recovered from this event or accident and i continued with my chronic illness that i had to go to dialysis three times a week and with five years old uh, my first kidney transplant which gave us as family a little hope of a better life, but the kidney only was in my body for 24 hours. And just to clarify a little bit the medical side, we have two kidneys, but if the person doesn't have a kidney in their body, you have to go to dialysis to wash your blood. So that person like me who has no kidney is not able to urinate, so the body has to be clean three times a week or the blood has to be clean and that happened in my case and so at the second kidney with eight years old for two and a half years and that was the first time I actually realized what it means to live a normal life in terms of going to school eating by myself trying out different hobbies but unfortunately, after two and a half years, the chronic illness come back and affected the kidney again. And for me, there was a huge disappointment that led me into a big depression. And after two weeks into depression, the only talks that I had in my mind was that I wanted to end that life because I had no more hope, I had no more joy. I didn't know what's happening. I didn't know why did that happen to me. And there was just a disappointment that I didn't see what life is about. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, I had really good parents that helped me with professionals, with faith-based people to get back on track, to gain emotional strength, 
physical and spiritual strength. And somehow, yeah, I continued because I had no other opportunity than she's continuing my life three times a week, going to the hospital in order to survive. There was a another kidney transplant with 11 years old. And again, a really amazing time, but it only lasted for 13 months. But this time was different because I realized that I become a person of faith and I realized everything that I need was something deeper than a kidney or a cool tail or anything mm. that we can get or buy or whatever. It gave me such strength, it gave me hope, it gave me peace. And I realized that despite having to go through dialysis three times a week, probably for the rest of my life, I realized that everything will work together for the good one day. I basically started to set my focus on that, that everything that happened to me or that will happen to me, whether it seems to be good or bad, it will work out for the good. And it really has made me a resilient person. And I also want to share the positive side of my life. Like basically after age 15, everything becomes stable. I still have to go to the dialysis three times a week since back 2011 but i just could see so many benefits in my life to started to travel the world started my own organization my own business and looking back after 4500 life-saving treatments 40 operations should be dead six times by now and shouldn't be able to walk talk or amount to anything so I really can say life is amazing and I'm living life like never before. And that's why I'm here to really believe in that. Developing a victorious mindset will really help you overcome and be a resilient person. Nathaniel, thank you so much for sharing your story. It's I'm sitting here, I'm in tears. And it's funny, you said resilient, and that's the word I wrote down. Resilient, courageous. And also incredibly generous in just sharing your story and just sharing your journey and seeing value in your experience that you bring to your life and you give to others is very moving. And I'm very grateful to have connected with you. Absolutely. <laughs> so are you on the John Maxwell team? Yes, I am. You are. <laughs> okay. I can tell by your language. That's fantastic. Hey, leaders, stay tuned for the rest of the interview following this brief message. If you want to find, claim, develop, and expand your voice in order to land that job, those clients, or that partner, then Master Your Swag podcast is for you. You don't have to have expert credentials to be featured, and you can select from several plans that can perfectly match your needs. Go to MasterYourSwag.com and claim your spot as a guest and be ready to get noticed. That's MasterYourSwag.com. Nathaniel, certainly you are a lifelong learner. What are you learning right now? Good question. <laughs> yeah, I think there are two sides of learning that the things we have to learn that basically things that we cannot control. Let's say we go through the pandemic, we have to learn to adjust. That's something we have to. 
and there are things we want to learn which is like for me i love reading book which i do like beginning of the year i set myself like reading one book a week uh, which i really love to do right now i'm so passionate about creating wealth to be more generous for this world i'm learning about leadership which almost comes automatically in a sense that when i help people what's my goal with these people or mm-hmm. how can i help them best to flourish in their area having a win-win situation mm-hmm. what i learned as well about my faith i really love like the spiritual part of my life where i just realize i can't do it by myself i need help by someone who is mm-hmm. way 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 above me and those are three main like wealth spiritual and leadership Mm-hmm. And uh, this is what I currently mostly learn about. Yeah, I love it. Those are major things to learn. That's great. So, Nathaniel, when you think of leadership today, what most concerns you and what are you most hopeful about? I think, like right now, I'm mostly concerned about me as a leader pushing people into something that might help my vision but not necessarily help flourishing their life. And I think that that's a big part of most of the organization. I think we all had experiences where we were working in an organization, but it was always about, not necessarily about the profit and all that, but maybe it even could be about fulfilling the leader's call. And I, as a leader, I'm really want to be really intentional to as I said in the beginning, like really leaving the why, because the moment people stick to me that have the same belief or the same mission, I don't have to convince anyone to do something mm-hmm. because they know they want to go with the leader into the same direction. So what happens is the leader might grow their vision, but the person that had, for example, administrational skill, knows exactly what to do to stick to the vision. And that person loves to do it because that person works only in the administrational part and sticks to the vision without me needing to convince that person to do something. And I think that's a really challenge. It's not an easy thing to do as a leader, but I think it's the most beautiful thing we can influence people by having the same belief. A person that comes to mind was Martin Luther King, who gave a speech to thousands of people and everybody knew, okay, we are a community that believes the same. And I want to be that leader to really be intentional about that, to help people flourish with the same beliefs that we have within the vision and not needing to convince them to do something. I'm just curious, what about those people who don't believe the same things you believe? If somebody doesn't believe what I believe or doesn't believe the vision that I have as a leader, then it comes to terms that we help that person or these people to recruit them into another organization or another vision. My business vision, helping people inspire, developing a victorious mindset, 
-hmm. But let's say somebody doesn't believe in the power of developing the mindset, then that person is possibly not a good fit. Right. And so there's also an opportunity to help them as well. All right. So as a listener of this podcast, what is a question that you would like a future leadership guest to respond to? Yeah, I think I will ask how right. intentional are you to grow yourself first as a leader? Because I think that's something really basic. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Okay, so Nathaniel, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? I will really encourage you as a leader, be intentional about who you are. I think in this world, we are so attracted to a lot of noise from outside, mm -hmm. which is great to get advice and all that. But at the same time, we have to be really intentional about who can I navigate through all this advice, this information age that we're living in, what does fit me or what does not fit into my life that gives me the focus and the leader I want to live. And I think it's a long learning process that we have to do to really dig in deeper into ourselves and realizing like, okay, I have come a little bit from my focus from my perspective from my vision whatever that means for you as a leader but i have to navigate it back to balance it out and what i mostly love about what i learned most is that when i have a time of reflection to go back to my strengths passion and values and to really think about what does that mean i'm not saying every little step has to be the reflection process but I think every now and then we have to really balance that out. I can give you an example from last year. I invested so much into different programs and coaching programs. And I realized beginning of this year, I was so frustrated, so impatient and so compassionate to myself and to watch others because I just didn't know how to continue with, with all those information that I learned over a few months. So I realized, okay, I'm stopping there. I'm gonna cut off any programs that are offered to me that might be beneficial or that looks like beneficial. But I say to myself, okay, let's stop it because I don't wanna be that leader that does the things without peace or without joy or without mm -hmm a kind of a sense of relaxing. So I think that's a thing that we always need to learn as a leader mm -hmm. to balance it. And I think the only way we can do that is to really getting to know deeper, to dig deeper into ourselves and asking the question again, who am I and what am I here for as a leader? As you were talking, I wrote down, know who you are. And that's such a connection with what you just said. And there's so much wisdom in what you poured out into us. And it does come from your experiences. It does come from your focus, you being intentional, you looking for who you are, you finding that harmony. You know, when you speak about this, Nathaniel, you speak mm -hmm. as someone who has an authority because you've lived it and you're living mm -hmm. it. 
And I really, really appreciate your time with us. Thank you for adding value to me and to our listeners. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you and have a fantastic day. Hey, you too. Thank All you right, so Nathaniel, much. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. In closing, here's a quick message. Coaching is the art of influence that underpins leadership in the 21st century. It is the very thing that can get you from being stuck to being extraordinary. So go to masterleadership.org and sign up to get a free coaching session. Until next time, continue to ignite that leader in you.